Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hands. Hey, check this out. There's a casting call on Facebook, Nathan. Mm-hmm. You, you haven't done a commercial in a while. Mm-hmm. Let's see if any of these roles work out for you. Check this out. You could be an organized gang member. Well, you're a bit young for this. They're looking for a male, 35 to 50 years of age, rugged with tattoos. All races except for Malay. Okay, that's one option. What about this one? You can be a cooking assistant, which is a featured role. Wait, this is a commercial. Yeah, audition casting golf for a commercial. Oh, okay. Hold you on. Can... So the first thing I just thought of is that, is that? they probably said no races except Ma- except Malay because they would get in trouble if they portrayed a Malay criminal. Well, maybe. That's my guess. It's possible. Yeah. Okay, let's see let's see if that what it says. So yeah, gang members, <laughs> all races but Malay. You can be a cooking assistant, dude. All genders. Uh-huh. Twenty five mm-hmm. to thirty. Oh, right in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So maybe some cooking experience, you could definitely do this. All races except for Malay. Uh-huh. Nathan, you you're not a gamer girl. No. But you are twenty five to thirty. Yes. So but you do like to game. Yes. You are a race besides Malay. <laughs> yes. Is being well, I'm darker than most Malays, actually. <laughs> That's true. That's but true. also is being a gamer girl a prerequisite? Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so you're not a girl, but you are not Malay. Wait, so they need to have a commercial where they shoot a gang of gamer girls? There's an organized No, these are all different roles. So oh, you can sorry. be a gang okay, member. I'm misunderstanding this completely. Here, first first role, gang member, 35 to 50, okay. tattoos, not Malay. Or you can be a cooking assistant. Okay, or 25 to 30. Okay. Cooking experience, not Malay. Okay. You can be a gamer girl. <laughs> 25 to 30 who likes to play games, not Malay. Oh, or, or, or Nathan, dude, you can just be a an extra thirty five to thirty as long as you're not Malay. Oh, they just you just can't be Malay, yo. Wow, I, I was oh did not understand the point of that. There's some comedy all. there, but I think it's okay. I think it's for an alcohol ad, Jeez. which then kind of makes sense. Okay, but it's still kind of weird. It's okay. kind of weird, right? It is a little bit because only because I think um, from my understanding, well, a lot of. Um, uh, I have a, I have a few friends who consciously do not take pictures of themselves with alcohol, even though they, even though they drink alcohol. Even though they drink alcohol, but maybe religiously they have like they're just not allowed to. Um, it's taken very seriously in the religious community. It's taken very re- it's very ta- it's taken very very seriously actually. So like it's not just like oh I'm scared my parents will see. No, it's I'm scared that other person that goes to temple with me will see. But I just think it's funny that it's like here's an here's an ad. We need people to drink. Just can't be Malay. Not even drink, <laughs> but like I, I guess everyone's gonna be drinking in this ad. But I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe. What what percentage? I don't know if you know, but like what percentage of Malays or people who are of Malayan descent drink? Are all Malays? 
Muslim? I think okay, let's go with Muslims because not all Malays are Muslim. That's no. what I'm saying. So yeah, like, why are they saying? Of course, that's not true. Um, I think it's because a lot of people assume that um, Malays in advertising would presumably be Muslim. Muslim. Like, I'm guessing. That's just a kind of a wild guess out there. That, that like, majority of the people that watch it when they see a Malay being portrayed, like, they're, I mean, they don't. that's not the first thought that comes to mind, I'm guessing, but it's definitely an assumption that people yeah. will make. If you ask them, what religion do you think this person is? Yeah, but then, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, so then does that mean that people watch be like, hey, this, this, this ad is fake. They that, just, that they guy's just, Malay. They just clock it subconsciously. That's true. No, I, I think I it's it. more for the Malay audience that you don't want the Maktiks mm. going like, whoa, oh. why you make our our boy drink? Oh, <laughs> uh, I will never drink whatever beer this is. Budweiser yeah. beer. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't so, anyway. I guess it's dodging a holy bullet. I but it's just funny that it's like each and every single one. All races, but Malay. <laughs> Bar Malay, you are allowed to do this. You, mal- you 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 got malayness. Get get out. Get the hell away ness. Right, 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 right. See, that started so so interestingly because I thought they they were saying like, oh, we we want to portray a bunch of criminals. And a we're gang, not, yeah, gamer a gang, girl, a gang. Well, before cooking. you went on to the other categories, when you went like gang member, I was like, oh, maybe they don't want to cast Malays because they know they'll get in trouble <laughs> if they do. Yeah, but um, no, but yeah, that's weird. It's like how in the U.S. they don't have commercials where the criminal is a black guy anymore but yeah they they don't brown skin them. they just make them all white huh pretty much so like every criminal in a u.s commercial if you use a vpn and you see them occasionally is a white person <laughs> i was gonna say you would know yeah you would know from your viewing habits so yes man that's crazy it's a good thing we're not malay or white hey nathan yeah i'm also like i <laughs> <laughs> no okay I, I, I'm also like trying to rush this cold open because I know you've seen the Joker now. I was just doing I just did a blackout line. That was such a good way to end the segue. I was about to launch into hello and welcome. Yeah, I know. And you're but all like, like Let's I, I wanna this. I wanna bulldoze through it. Okay, here we go. Because it. I've been holding back talking Let's about go. this movie. Hey, and Nathan, yes. isn't is isn't it great that we're not Malay or white? <laughs> hello everyone. Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to Good Hang Episode One Hundred and Eight. Um and uh okay fuck all that okay, that's let, Nathan I'm we, John can we go are we gonna write the spoilers it? like not even like no loop just like jump into it's the, been out for Joker over fucking. a week it's all right. been out for over a week if you were going to watch it you would have watched it that's that's fair that's fair take that Rachel my girlfriend <laughs> all right let's get into it this Joker talk yeah I finally watched it you finally watched it it's I feel crazy. like I've been trying to like silence myself around you although I haven't Which, entirely. well well done good yes. good job yes like anything you may have said was mostly uh, vague vague yes I, the only thing that kind of bugged me and that was from people around you were like oh yeah the ending but the ending though what do you think about the ending I'm like oh no now there's something <laughs> about the ending <laughs> well of course something there's, gonna, there there's gonna be something to think about the all ending. right yeah so can, do we do like do we're we gonna break this down to non-spoiler and spoiler talk or we're just gonna go right into the spoiler i say we just go right into spoilers just talk about it freely okay cool okay so i don't even know where where do you begin okay Okay, did you like it (laughs) i want i and i enjoyed the movie very much yeah i watched it twice yeah um on second viewing it's very very fascinating really interesting Interesting. the things you learn on second viewing but yeah i enjoyed it very very thoroughly um i thought joaquin phoenix was freaking magnetic yeah I, I think he 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 was in like most of the movie, right? I don't think there was a single scene that he wasn't in. Yeah, he's basically in every frame. Pretty much, movie. yeah. And but we'll get into that later. I have a theory on that. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the the whole 
um, mysterious aspect to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole, you know, like the killing joke thing where the Joker says um, that my origin is multiple choice. <laughs> I feel like this movie presents elements of that. A little bit. Where it I gives guess. you a story, but it also sprinkles the movie of enough things that that is not... The conclusion that you see outright is not necessarily the conclusion that happens in the logic of the story. Oh, maybe. I feel like Dark Knight... I mean, this is going to... Uh, of course, it's going to you know garner comparisons with Dark yeah, Knight and yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah. I think they did it the best in, in terms of like literally it's just Heath Ledger saying multiple origin stories. I think that's a, one of the best ways to capture the Joker character. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'm a little bit torn about the movie. Like I liked it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I had a lot of thoughts. You literally watched it like a couple hours yeah, ago, Yeah, right? like three hours ago. Okay. And like... So like, like it's very unfair because I've had like a week and a half. Yeah, you like, really got to stew on it and probably did your research and learn things. I just I just did I, I spent the last week and a half just like theorizing and like cooking up all kinds of crazy shit in my head. So I want to dump them all on you and see what you think. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. I, I have yeah. thoughts too, but d- dump on me as 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 no no. But just in general, your fresh off the say. movie, fresh <laughs> fresh out of the movie. What do you think? I think it was good. Why? I think it was like I'm conflicted over like. You know, you know, going into it, you're like, oh, you hear things like, oh, this movie is irresponsible. It's 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 gonna yeah, there was a provoke, lot of weird. It's gonna provoke yeah. things, and I'm like, that's such bullshit. And then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, this movie is gonna probably provoke some some really violent things. Yeah, like I was watching, and I'm like, wow, like it's when I felt I felt old. I was like, literally, like, oh no. This movie's fucked up. Oh my, you clasped your pearls. I think it's like, it's, it's one of those things where like, if people do like, you know, God forbid, like copycat murders or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or quote the Joker in manifestos, like, you know, it's the whole thing of like, those people are probably fucking crazy to begin with, right? Yeah. The but movie it, it, wouldn't turn them, but it, you know. But yeah, I'm conflicted over the idea of having this thing that basically acts as like a, you know, like a, like a focusing rod. Like right. A, like a lightning rod. To like you, coalesce you, people to do stuff. Do you think the fact that the media brought so much attention to that aspect makes it so much more um, uh, volatile? Maybe, but it's maybe it's like it's for once they're pre-doing it because afterwards they post-do it, right? They're all like, "Oh, Columbine was because of Marilyn Manson and violent movies," right? And and like, but and there's also like justification for it. Like a couple in 2014, there was like this guy who's basically become known as like the incel murderer. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like cause for like thought and pause because like this whole movie, the whole thing. Okay, that's the thing with the Joker, right? What's cool about the Joker in the comic books, or like, one of my favorite aspects of the Joker in the comic books, in the video games, and Heath Ledger's Joker is that he just fucking appears. Yeah, he's like almost like almost as if like he's like divinely put in Gotham to be the opposite to Batman. Uh-huh. Whereas Batman's all about order and following the rules. Chaos. Uh, Joker's all chaos. Yeah. So when you have an origin story, it's pretty tough to like peg him down. You know right. what I mean? I will say this is the most interesting dive into the creation of a villain ever, which makes sense because it's his movie, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not just the villain to someone else's hero. He's yeah. like, it's a, his movie. Yeah. But like the whole time I was like, man. I, I, okay. So after I watched the movie, instead of talking to you, I just delved deep, delved, delved deep into like reviews. I listened to a couple podcasts, Kermit O'Mare, right. Kermit O'Mayo, um, Pop Culture Happy Hour, how did, um, a bunch of stuff. And they were like, one person said, I forgot who it was. They're like, this character is not sympathetic. He's pathetic. Mm. Which I thought was interesting. Mm. That doesn't mean it's not bad to, but that's bad to watch. Yeah. But it's just an interesting view that you're not supposed to root for this character. You're not yeah. supposed to feel yeah. for yeah. this character. Yeah. You're only th- there's a weird detachment I felt being like this guy's terrible, and I, I never once was like, 
wow, this is Arthur. I'm like, this is Joaquin Phoenix the whole time. I think he definitely me. started out as a sympathetic character with um, motiv- motivation to be sympathetic towards him. Like, you know, the bullying that he goes through and how, like, no one really accepts him because of his physical appearance and how he is of his inappropriate laughter. But I think as the movie progresses, he does things that are more and more unforgivable. Mm. And at least I started out sympathizing with him. But around like the seventy-five or eighty percent mark of the movie, I was terrified of him. So to me, like I didn't see it as a glorifying of his actions. Mm-hmm. I thought they presented them very plainly, and the violence that was in the movie was very justified in the sense that they used it properly. But at know? the same time, when did he ever really take his life into his own hands and did stuff? That's what I'm trying to figure out too. Yeah. Because that's what that was the through line through all the reviews that had negative things to say about it. Yeah. He's like he was very passive, and I'm like, oh, I kind of tend to agree. That's where the theories come in. I'm happy to hear about that's that. That's really cool. Come that's really cool. In. That's where so many things can make sense when the theories come in. But why do you need to have a theory for a thing to be good? Um, because I think the movie does oh, I thought it. The um, rest of the podcast was gonna be a song. Okay, oh, <laughs> cool. That's another episode. Maybe we'll try that for <laughs> oh, real God. one day. <laughs> that would be fucking that'd be, exhausting. That'd be ridiculous. Um, okay, what's your what's your, hit me with your with your, your okay, theory? So my whole thing is that the movie can be seen in a very straightforward way that I mm-hmm. think a lot of people are interpreting it as. Yeah. But I think the movie purposefully and definitely does intentionally put a lot of things in there to open it up to multiple viewings and I feel like the theories that people have are not exactly theories in the sense of like I'm placing my own thoughts upon the director's vision. Mm -hmm. I think the director purposefully placed multiple endings within the movie. It's just that they don't give you an answer. Interesting. They don't give you an answer because the whole ethos of the Joker origin is he doesn't have one. Okay. So with multiple viewings of this movie, you will start to see multiple origins, but they never tell you who's right and which one is right. Okay, you really yeah. have to. You really have to like walk me through this because okay. I'm, I'm legit. I'm like, hmm. Okay. okay, so the first thing, first, first, first thing, is that the the I I feel is kind of like the big uh, Easter egg mm-hmm. is that the therapist that he sees before, like you know, before everything goes to shit, mm-hmm. and the therapist he sees in the asylum. They're both black women. But it has to be a directorial casting intentional choice for the two of them to look similar. Yeah. Be different actresses, but look similar, have similar kind of like body type, skin color, hairstyle even. So you can be like, oh yeah, it's all in his head. Exactly. Yeah. So they present that idea. But then I, uh, so that's the first thing that kind of like creates that kind of, oh wait, is everything that's happening just happening in the asylum and he's just kind of imagining this whole thing, this whole scenario, this entire movie. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that, like we said just now, he's in every scene of the movie. This movie is very clearly from Arthur Fleck's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it, there's more obvious ways that it is, like the whole Zazie beats, like, oh, Fight Club twist. I will never made her fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then there's the other one where he's in the stand-up club, and he is doing his routine, and it ends in apparent laughter, even though they uh-huh, make uh-huh. it clear later that it wasn't really the audience laughing. Yeah. Remember that part? Head. Yeah. Yeah. So the there's a lot of like things that suggest that the movie takes place completely from his perspective. That's interesting. So towards the end, we suddenly see a isolated scene where Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. Yeah. Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. What do you mean by isolated? It's isolated in the sense that it's the one scene that Arthur Fleck isn't in. Yeah, true. 
so like if the movie's from his perspective, mm-hmm. how would he know that this is something that happened? So first theory is already off. Yes. What? What? <laughs> Your first theory is already broken. What do you mean? Because it can't be all in his head then. Because isn't that what you're saying? Like if you have a scene without Arthur Fleck's perspective, how can you have that scene? Therefore. No, no, no. Therefore. 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 <laughs> at the very end, when he's laughing his ass off in the asylum, mm. and the woman says, "Why are you laughing?" and he says, "You wouldn't get it." Mm-hmm. My theory, and I think it's 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 I, I think I've read about it at least in like a few other places, mm-hmm. is that this entire movie is the Joker just thinking of a funny joke, and the joke is that he created Batman. Mm-hmm. The joke is that he created Batman, and that would be fucking hilarious to him. So he dreams up this very improbable, very unlikely scenario that <laughs> drives him up to be kind of a sympathetic character, and. And he's and his 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 actions somehow like snowball into the origin of his mortal enemy. Cool. And he breaks out in laughter in the asylum, and it's just like something that he finds hilarious. So in the part in the asylum, he's already the Joker. Yes. Okay. He's already the, because I, and again another directorial choice. I'm not sure, but he did look wildly different in that very last scene in the asylum. He had he looked older. Uh-huh. He definitely didn't look as skinny. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he definitely he definitely looked older. He had scruff and everything, not full beard, but like scruff. Mm. And he definitely looked like older and less skinny, like less gaunt. Mm. <laughs> so, like, my thinking is that that is the version of the Joker that exists in most of the things that we see, where it's the Joker and the Batman, and this whole movie is him kind of like positing that this. Wild joke! Awesome. That he is the originator of. I, Bruce I have viewpoints on both those main things. <laughs> yeah, and I mean to poo-poo it, but here's how I see it. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. And I even think about it actively until you talked about it. So the one thing of him being like, oh, it's a it's similar looking uh, psychiatrist or doctor, or whatever, in the mm-hmm. beginning and the end. I mean, is it possible that it's also just a way to like mirror, show the mirror before and after, and how he's changed? Because there's also one she- one shot that's perfectly re- replicated as well. Yeah. Is him in a in looking in a moving vehicle, a bus or a car or a right. or a police car yeah, yeah, looking yeah. out at the at the world and how yeah. one it's so sterile and one it's in fire. It's like yeah. I mean, so it's the like exact that. same shot. And yeah, it's yeah, the Heath yeah. Leather shot except for Heath Ledger's out the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause then because then it just shows the how how the world has changed around him. Now, I I was thinking as well. Like I did, it wasn't like bugging my brain because I did, but I did when I was like, oh, what does he mean by you wouldn't get it? But then is it also like throughout this whole movie, he's trying to get people to understand his comedy. Uh-huh. Like he's trying to get his comedy out there. Right. Like he's laughing, and then like he's trying to then he tries to explain his laughing condition yeah. by handing out the card, being like, yeah, I have yeah, a condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now then he's just laughing. And he doesn't need to. He doesn't feel like he needs to share his reasons. He doesn't feel like he needs to make someone laugh. Oh yeah, totally. It's just that, he's that, laughing that, that and he is, wouldn't get yes, it. That is definitely one yeah. of the things. It's just that's the most open, boring theory. No, no, like, it's a very it's just what you saw was what you got. It's a very open ended statement. Yeah, like you wouldn't get it. I mean, like I'm saying that it could be very possible that like I I, I think whatever it is, like it's still he he he's laughing at or like man. <sighs> Because I, 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 I read an interview somewhere where Todd Phillips says the Joker only laughs genuinely once in the entire movie. Interesting. And I think it's that last It's probably one. the end. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably the, end. the end. And I think um, it's just that everything that we saw was a construction of his own, like, does demented that, mind. But, like, does that make it better? I think it just makes it really interesting. Like, I mean, because there's probably some truths in there. 
he definitely didn't cook up that whole thing from his from scratch. I mean, I'm not saying this is like a definite truth. No, thing. but, but he, my I point, do, I'm my just point thinking is, that this is just like one of the theories. I'm not saying yeah, that yeah. this is the definite. No, that's cool. But like from a cut level perspective, like does it matter? Less inside jokey. Yeah. So like from a perspective of like how to analyze art, like and accept it, like uh-huh. even if that was the case, like say for it's true. Yeah. Or I guess because even it makes you think and that makes it enjoy, then that's fine. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, d- you know. Doesn't it's matter. just it's just one possibility. The, the thing, mm. the beauty I find about how this movie was made is that I'm not trying to say that this is what the movie is. Mm. It's just one of the possibilities. I don't think there is an answer. It's interesting. It got you thinking, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because like, okay, because I didn't think of it as like a lost, like <laughs> figure out what the fuck's happening. Because like the second time I watched it, I paid extra attention uh-huh. to the therapist scenes, the uh-huh. ones with the old therapist. Cool. And they, there's something up with them. The pacing, the dialogue itself, how she reacts to him. There's something off about it. Like on the second watch, it was super obvious. The conversation just felt very stilted. Yeah, it felt purposefully so. But like, it's it's because for me, and I'll take it another way. It's just a commentary. Okay, so that's okay. So here's my main. Because it's all from his perspective. So yeah, of yeah, course it's, it's a commentary. So it's it's the commentary of the perspective of somebody with mental illness. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like that's how that's what I that's what I figured. Like the time jumps and like the weird distortions and like unreliability. It was for me that was I love that because it was like a delving into someone who's going like legit crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's cool. Um. Uh, yeah, and I think that like. It was a good movie. I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> but see, I, was, I guess I haven't been thinking this hard about it. No, you like, just I, watched I, it. it. It was a weird kind of like, because it wasn't like a definitive like, so he, he's in the police in the back of his car, he gets hit by an ambulance, he's kind of cared about, he's made a Jesus figure, and then all of a sudden he's in the asylum. Yeah. Is, are we meant to, okay, so yeah, I guess it's pretty kind of like, how did that happen? Yeah. Was that way in the future? Are we thinking that like he, I mean, they got recaptured and then got sent to Arkham? Yeah. That's an interesting idea. It's all over the place. I, dude, I know you're probably going to watch it again. So when I you, don't know. Yeah, no. Not, not, not immediately. But soon enough. Maybe, right? I'm, I'm not even sure if even in the movie theaters, but I'll watch it again. Mm, okay. I'll watch a lot of YouTube videos about it. Yeah. You, should, I, you should watch it again with like just a little bit more in your head this yeah, time. Yeah, like yeah. it's... It's really interesting, like, the things that they keep open and, like, the little seeds that they plant that are obvious. Th- th- they can't be there by accident. Like what? Like what else? Um, I mean, most of what I just said. Uh, there's also the thing about um, uh, the big question with the photo that they find of, of, the, of the mother and then on the back it says... Yeah, that's just, love that's Thomas, just Wayne. Thomas Wayne was full of shit. No, but see, which I, which I, that's what I thought was interesting. Well, but it zigs and zags, and it zigs back. Which yeah, they cool. never really tell you what's true. Yeah, because so like at what, the end, like she could have signed that Thomas Wayne. Like yeah, there's, well. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, like it, it's it's because if that is all true, then like um, the movie is basically saying that the Joker and Batman are siblings. Yeah, which is which I think is a cool possibility. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like, and I don't need to know either one way or another. It's true, but I, I, because I know they're linked on a deeper level. Yeah, but I, I also think, think but I also think that that's kind of like the exact kind of thing that would make the Joker lose his shit and like, sure, just laugh at that possibility. I mean, there's a lot of fascinating things. Like, I, and that's the thing is that I'm not sure if they're, if they're like, are they just like red herrings? Like, for example, he's like. Uh, Joker when it was when he was a ba- Arthur when he was a baby got his ass kicked. That's why he has his mental condition. Mm. But then he has the same mental condition as his mom. Like they're both delirious. So it's kind of delusions of grandeur. Yeah, they have like weird kind of like interesting things like that. Yeah, it's interesting. Also, Thomas Wayne is a real fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was such a cool portrayal of his character. Was it? 
I, mean, I don't really in, care. In the sense that, no, they never really like, opened up on Thomas Wayne, but it was like, but every, but Thomas Wayne in every other movie has always been like a visionary. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, like a good guy. Yeah, like a good guy. Which again, which opens, supports, up, which supports, again yeah. opens up the possibility from the POV. Everything is just in Joker's fucking mind, and he's creating this story. This. Completely mm. full of shit story because the thing is like I I think they're pretty resolute on not connecting this to anything. Oh yeah, it's completely disconnected. It's a DC black, is what it called DC dark or some shit. DC Magnum. I don't know, but there's like a, <laughs> but there's like a. This is like part of a. That basically, they're like fuck the DC extended universe. We're just gonna do films. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is a good way to go. Finally, they had a good idea, <laughs> right? But I like love that they just give up. It, they spent a lot of money. Gave up. I just said a word that and doesn't they, exist. And then they don't give it up. <laughs> um, okay, so I'd like to talk about this, like the social commentary and what this what they're trying to say. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's saying. Like, okay, okay. So like the scary thing, like if you were a fucking angry teenager, older, probably white dude who is angry at the world, yeah. this movie can become your fucking rallying call. Like, this guy was living at home with his mom, yeah. thinking he's a hero by taking yeah. care of his mother. But yeah. really, he couldn't get a job. Yeah. I mean, mental condition aside, maybe that's the thing, right? And then even that, is that what you're saying? You're saying, you're, is, 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 are they kind of saying that people with mental conditions are... Do, I don't know. It's really interesting. And then, okay, how about Mostly, this? it's how, all society's fault, is how, what they're how, saying. How about this? Yeah. Swap out every clown mask in the movie with a MAGA hat. How does yeah. that make you feel? Makes me feel like it makes sense. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's but like my point is that they're all they're saying is that like it's society's fault. Well, yeah, but I also think a big message in the movie is kind of like showing what happens to people that don't have that listening ear, mm. doesn't have that like friend when he most he or she most needs it, mm. and I think that could kind of ultimately, or I would like to think that was ultimately the point of the of the story. Always had the dwarf. Yeah, exactly. The that dwarf. Was awesome. He was a kind dwarf. How good was that scene? Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. like that, that it was so tense and it was so like jokerful in the sense that like you see him clearly locking and putting the latch on the yeah. door, but does he do it because he knows that the yeah, short yeah, yeah, guy yeah. won't be able to <laughs> open it, or does he just do it like out of habit, or does he? I don't know. Like it's so. It was to trap the bigger dude in. Or trap them in. No, but that is no answer. You don't know. The movie doesn't tell you. Well, he but let it, him know. Yeah, I know he does. But it was just so brilliant because it was tense. you don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I just love how there's so much in this movie you don't know. Uh. Really, try watching it again. There, There's too many things in there for it to just be an accident. Like, they really suggest the possibility of so many, like, origins. I mean, maybe. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like. I think that does more for you than it does for me. Yeah, is what I'm saying. There's just so many incongruities. Like, like, like. I mean, again, I'm just like going in circles here. But like the the friend with the gun. Uh-huh. Like one second he gave him the gun, the other second he's like denying it. The next second he wants to like get together with the guy and give him like say say give him condolences. Like it's just too. Like it, they they establish very early on unreliable na- narrator. Uh-huh. So why would you then believe everything that the movie shows you from his perspective? Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I guess so. But then it becomes like Sixth Sense without revealing that that Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Yeah, but like no, but that's the <laughs> it's thing, like, though. It's, like it's unsatisfying. It, no, but it's because Joker's or Joker Cause, doesn't cause have then, an origin. They're I'm, not supposed to have an answer I'm, to his yeah, origin. Yeah, but then I'm forced to just okay. Well, then this is just my take on it that the guy gave him the gun as a friend. Yeah. But then when his job was on the line, like how the fuck did he get this gun? He's like, I don't know. Whose gun was this or what happened? 
the guy was like, oh, it was Arthur. He tried to buy a gun off him. He sold him, under, put him under the bridge. No, he was completely in denial. He didn't say anything that he was, he didn't even say that he was connected to it, which suggests that maybe the Joker just got a gun for himself. But then like in his perspective, and then he, he got it from a friend. And that's, like, but that's why, that's why Arthur was mad at him, right? That's why he killed him, right? Yeah, but that first scene he, could have not even happened. That's the thing. There's so yeah. many things. Because like, what I'm saying is that yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because like the movie only explicitly reveals that everything with Zazie Beats was without Zazie Beats. Yeah, I'm saying that there's a lot more that they didn't show. Yeah, I guess it's interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll I would watch it again that night, like as as a frame of like what is what is real, real and stuff. Nothing is real. But then, what's the point? <laughs> the like, point. That, I mean, that's my biggest analogy. It's like it's like if if. If if someone like uh, years after um, some alternate Sixth Sense came out that never revealed that that Bruce Willis is dead, it was like check it out, guys. Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Check it out. It's like okay, <laughs> okay. Like, like real talk, I've never seen the Sixth Sense. Oh well, <laughs> because Bruce I found Willis out the uh, yeah, because I found out the ending to that movie. Like, it's still a great movie. All right, fine, whatever. Maybe I'll give it a shot. But like, you should. Um, Let's find one person who doesn't know. <laughs> Let's find the one person who doesn't know and then watch Sixth Sense with them. Oh, It'll be boy. fun. <laughs> um. I've never seen it, so I don't know if the movie places any other obvious hints. They that do, he is. yeah. No, no, see. they make it that like it's you. That's that's why it's, it was Emma Shyamalan's best. Is that you don't fucking notice it, and then when they reveal it, you're like, oh my god, I should have noticed it the whole time. Right. That's what makes it good. That's what makes a good twist. That like conceivably you could have figured it out, but but, it okay, hit, but that's the thing. The end, I like, don't oh. think this movie has twists necessarily. It's I just think, a look into psycho. Yeah, yeah, and I think it provides you with many things that like you just mm. don't know whether it does or it doesn't happen because it's from an unreliable narrator. So there's parts of it you're making a Robert De Niro face right now. Yeah, that's right. I, mean, I am. <laughs> you know, <fucker>. like, <laughs> you're making a very my, cynical Robert De Niro no, face. No, it's my considering, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. No, yeah. I think I like that. I think, yeah, I think you're. I think what you're saying is working on me a little bit. Because ultimately, it was a good piece of cinema. Would you say that? I would say it's incredibly shot. Sh- yeah. The Music was fucking shot. next level. Great score. They told a kind of story. They told a version of a story while also presenting many different possibilities. They very much told a hero's journey as story. Yeah. yeah. And I, I find and I, I find it satisfying from a conceptual point of view that it's not satisfying. That's what I find satisfying mm. because the Joker isn't meant to have an origin. Like like the whole thing is that the Joker's origin is multiple choice, and that to me is satisfying. That the movie I guess, ends but it's question. like they still gave his origin story. They just had some like the lines there. It's just like how did you know? But like, I'm sure I'm I'm sure you've like watched and loved movies that didn't have definitive endings, right? Like sure. Inception. Wait, I can't think of any. Inception. Shutter Island. Yeah, I haven't seen Shutter Island. <gasps> I know that. I know what that. Okay, guy who hasn't seen Sixth Sense. <laughs> okay, no, but Sixth Sense, to be fair, like, it's a very popular movie. Yeah. It came out when I was way too young to, to appreciate it. But by the time I wanted to, I knew how it ended. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, that sounds like a pretty big fucking twist. Mm-hmm. Because it surprised me when I saw it. But that's the thing. Is that the movie, like, the movie, in, no, I, I would say, it's hard to say, but, like, I think Sixth Sense would be great even without it because okay. it is just a twist. Like it, it's a twist after the ending. Almost. Do you know the twist to Shutter Island? Yeah, that Leo Leo's like a, a patient. Uh, like the maybe I'll watch it then. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of it's or like it's in Leo's head maybe. or some shit. Yeah, but I love a movie that doesn't give you a definitive ending because no, it's... I love and I love movies that give you great definitive endings. <laughs> I, I love a movie that doesn't give a definitive. I love a, a movie that's made well, first uh-huh. of all, and doesn't give a definitive. That why can't I say this word? Definitive. definitive ending, because you go on a beautiful journey, 
and it's done well, you appreciate it all the way. But then when it comes to the end, instead of giving you a full stop and an end, instead it holds up a mirror. And you are forced to then see a reflection of yourself in the ending so that you conclude. You like the ending that you... Because I was going to say definitive ending, like Avengers, uh, Thanos... Wait, what's the first one? Infinity War yeah. 1. Yeah. What is that one called again? It's, uh, Infinity War. It's just called Infinity War. Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. just called Endgame. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In Infinity War, that didn't have a definitive ending, but didn't doesn't really hold up a mirror. It's more of a cliffhanger, I guess. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't call it but that. But is a cliffhanger and a definitive ending? A cliffhanger? No, no, no. That's different because a cliffhanger eventually is going to get paid off. I'm yeah. talking about a thing that you will not see any more of, presumably, mm. like Inception, like Shutter Island, like Joker. And you are then forced to create your own conclusion. I guess so. Yeah. I guess the reason why that's not as satisfying to me because I like a really well told story with like, with like, and by that I mean like, it hits the story beats and it has a satisfying message. The Zazie beats. The Zazie beats. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, I but, guess but, so. But, but but when it's so conceptually perfect, though, mm. okay, I'll give it that. Shadow Island, Inception, they don't have. I, I'm sure there's more movies I just can't think of any right now. Like, sometimes they don't have definitive endings because they just want to fuck with the audience. And it is a very interesting mirror to hold up. I but so. in this movie, it's conceptually perfect because it's so in line yeah, with the principle of true. their lead character. And how the character is created. In the, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, I think the whole thing about the fucking the top in Inception is just stupid. It's like, <laughs> big whoop. <laughs> Either way, it's like, again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what what it I doesn't think. matter. It's like it falls or it doesn't fall. Is real or is not real. Whatever. <laughs> like... Like all the story that preceded it, it's the same. Yeah, I don't know. But and the I, ending, you you don't know you don't know whether it ended in reality. But you're right. Or not. I choose to believe that it's reality, and I, that's fine with me. And that's your reflection in yeah. that ending. I guess so. That's yeah. true. Maybe it, yeah. Maybe Inception specifically is an optimist versus pessimist thing. Possibly, yeah. possibly, possibly. That's a good point. Joker, man, the music. Fuck, that's the yeah, thing I'm going to remember a wonderful. lot. Like, if I would watch it again, it would be, like, really paying attention to the music. Oh, apparently it's the same music lady as Chernobyl. And Chernobyl wow. had great music. Wow, yeah, Chernobyl is great. My favorite... I mean, I really wish... This is one of the... You know how I say, like, oh, trailers don't bother me too much? Right. I really wish I didn't see a fucking single trailer for Joker. Yeah? Yeah. Too many things. Too many things. It's not even story beats. just, like, really moments, like, when he's walking down the stair staircase Jazzy and beats. stuff. And then the the fucking cops are back there. Though, but to be fair, in the movie, when they changed it and they made him dancing to it, like, hey, that was fucking great. Yeah. What about Zazzy Beats? No, Story Beats. Oh. <laughs> Zazzy Story Beats. Yeah. Yeah. But good yeah, movie. Overall, good movie. Really yeah, good movie. It's, it, I think it's great. Like, I think it's a great movie. It, 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 it encourages so much conversation. Like, I think that's... That's the mark of a good of a good movie in mm. this current day and age. Mm, Even the shit movies, I think the, it's it's kind of a weird hidden art in creating like a movie like Justice League or mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Venom or Fantastic Four, Fan Four Stick. Yeah, those are just bad movies you don't want to talk about. Is that everything? No, what? no, no. Like it, I, I, I think they're great because like there's so much to talk about. <laughs> You get so much value out of the movie, you know. And this, I guess like, so. Like objectively, I'm saying. So what's the opposite? What's an opposite? What's an opposite of a movie that like is so good that you? Don't, I mean, you don't, but you don't have to talk about it. Uh, no, I think the other the opposite is a movie that's average that you don't really care about. Okay, okay. Then what's just the same same coin, different side? Okay, oh, great movie really that you don't good have to talk movie about. that you can't really you talk about. Very just much. no point really talking about it. Um, um Interstellar. Ta-da! <laughs> Great movie. Maybe. I had nothing to say about it after. 
I don't know. You didn't have the whole discussion of like, was it stupid that love is the answer? <laughs> I, which I don't think it is. I think it's great. I think it's beautiful. It was also them organs. The organs in fucking Interstellar. I can listen to them all day. It was just one of those things. I I don't think I talked to any about anybody about Interstellar because it was kind of like, all right, cool. That was that was a journey. Maybe that's the thing with Marvel because it's like you don't talk about like, the philosophy behind Marvel. You talk about how great it was, how exciting it was, how funny it was. But you don't really talk about the deep philosophical. Wonder Woman, I didn't really talk about. Wonder Woman's a piece that. of shit, though. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Ooh. Do you takes. think, do you think, and what will it mean? Okay, because there's that whole thing, which I don't even know if it's true, of, that, of, 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 of a reporter asking a question to Joaquin Phoenix and, have, and then Joaquin had to like walk out of the room and think about it or something and come back. You hear he about that? He had to walk in out of the room. He had to walk in tall, walk hard. Um, you hear about that? No. The question was... How do you feel this movie, or I don't want to misquote this, but it's something, it, I'll paraphrase. Yeah. It was something along the lines of like, yeah, basically what I said earlier. Do you feel like this movie is going to cause people to be violent and to copycat mm-hmm. murders? Oh, I saw this. I saw this. He did it with that guy. Um, I forgot his name, but he said something about like, ah, oh, crap, I forgot his response. <laughs> yeah. um, it was so- something like popcorn something. He he did an interview with something popcorn. And... um he was asked this question, but I don't recall him walking out. He just answered it straight up. Okay. Keep talking for a second. I have to Google it. Okay. Because um, I've heard about this multiple times. Well, I know the other thing that I saw was he did an interview of Jimmy Kimmel that a lot of people got upset about. And this is just one other thing that I freaking love about it. The interview is so obviously staged and with fake. Who? With who? With Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. The interview is so obviously staged and fake and like planned. There's even like written jokes in it that are kind of obvious, yet people got upset and were like, Jimmy Kimmel's such an asshole for like doing this to him. So basically, Joaquin Phoenix went on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel, like immediately, there was always, there were a bunch of like awkward questions. Like, um, Jimmy Kimmel said, Oh, you dance a lot in this movie. And Joaquin Phoenix was like, Yeah, you know, I can do some dance. And like, Oh, did you ever, did you grow up dancing? And yeah, and what's your favorite kind of dance? And Joaquin replies, Like, break dancing. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, so do you break dance often? Who do you break dance with? Like, you know, do you go out and do it? He's like, no, I just do it by myself in in, in my room with a cardboard box. There's an interesting take. I think it was a pop culture happy hour that like Joaquin Phoenix is as close to an actual Joker you're gonna get because <laughs> no. you, you know he's tortured. He's like, can you imagine like his whole life he's been. Was it 1991? Whatever. Like, his whole life he's been tormented by questions about his brother. Yeah. If you don't know, River River Phoenix died very young and from a cocaine overdose. He played young Indiana Jones, which is my favorite role of his. Um, And yeah, so like, he he fucks with the the press apparently. So I don't know if this is the case too. No, no, he's completely fucking with him. And it's very obvious that Jimmy Kimmel's in on it because he goes like, oh yeah, I break dance by myself in the cowboy No, sorry, not that one. I meant this thing about, okay, so I found the article. Sorry, we'll come uh, back to that. But, so this is from uh, the Huffington Post. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix walked out of an interview when asked to respond to concerns about on-screen violence in his new film, Joker. From an article published Friday from The Telegraph, uh, Robbie Collin, their film critic, sat down with the actor and asked whether he saw the new film, quote, might perversely, perversely end up inspiring exactly this kind of, the kind of people it's about with potentially tragic results, unquote. Uh, Phoenix supposedly balked at the question, said, quote, why? Why would you, question mark, no, no. He stammered before abruptly getting up and leaving the room. An right. hour later, he came back in right. and said that he had not thought about that. Right. 
Because <laughs> man, the violence I think, in this I think, movie. I think it's. I think that's like him trolling. It could be. Because how can you not have heard about it? Like thought about it. Thought about it. Like yeah. it, everyone's been talking about it for the longest time. And no, but when, this was ages ago. When did this interview come up? Uh, let's see here. Um, so at the beginning of the press tour, September. Yeah, 22nd. no, the movie screened like ages ago before that. Yeah, and where? When did it come out in Venice? Um, before September. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. So like it's been out for a while, and there's been enough talk about that shit. So like I think he might have been trolling there because even with the Jimmy Kimmel thing the big thing that everyone got pissed off about was that Jimmy Kimmel says that oh uh, uh, Warner Brothers sent over some uh, uh, blooper reel footage of him basically pulling a Christian Bale and like yelling at one I've of the I've heard crew. about that yeah. yeah but like it's so obviously staged and it's so obviously a joke he goes into a whole thing about like that's the, that's the whole mirror thing you're talking about like what if it's just real like what if he's real fucked up it's not it's really how do you know how can you say for, for <laughs> because you're the unreliable it was narrator. no because it was properly filmed footage <laughs> that the studio sent over to the show yeah. why would they do this <laughs> unless it was completely just a staged thing so like the fucking video has it was released 2 yeah, weeks you're ago it up. um I, I won't play it. I won't play it because you can just look for it yourself. But I'll just tell you the stats. It's got like 10 million views and like 78,000 dislikes. Yeah. And What's the title of that uh, YouTube thing? Just look uh, up Jimmy Kimmel, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Jimmy Kimmel. All right. I will put that into the show notes, friends. Yeah. But it's crazy the amount of people that think is real and people are like hating on Jimmy Kimmel saying like, oh, what a bastard, what a bastard. Yeah. And it's like, man... People are dumb sometimes, but it's also like it's kind of subtle, and you can kind of draw your own conclusions from it. So it's kind of like the Joker movie, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. <laughs> and if you think it's real, then just, you can't take a joke on Kimmel. You said, yeah, okay. I will check it out later. <sighs> Conversely, he had another interview with Jimmy Fallon. Um, only one that I've been able to watch from Fallon. It was actually quite tolerable. Uh-huh. It was He's actually not a pretty good interviewer. Good. He's not, but with this one, is it was actually pretty brilliant. It was just like this surreal piece of art. It was very, very. This is all in the Joker press tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, check yeah. them all out. Yeah, I'm super Man. caught up with that shit, and it's it's a good time. If you haven't seen it yet, sorry, we spoiled everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wait it's three scary, years though. till you forget. It's scary, man. It's like, yeah, because you could argue that, like, I mean, I'm sure people are going to argue that, oh. Arthur did nothing wrong. Joker was not a bad guy. He's just the product of like mm. society treating him down and women rejecting him and the rich fucking feeding off the poor and all that shit. Right. So it's interesting from that point of view, I guess. But yeah, Joker. Good movie. <laughs> Go what's 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 the next big one coming out? Is it Star Wars? Probably. When's that? Is that Christmas? Or? Oh wait, Gemini Man. Wow. Oh Will, Will Smith, Smith versus Will Smith. <laughs> I have no interest in Will Smith movies anymore. Yeah, I think I'm kind of over gone. it. I'm kind of over it. Um, I still want to watch The Farewell, which is not you know a huge release. What is that? That's the uh, that's it's out now. The Aquafina movie. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that about being Chinese and dying and lying and stuff. Nice. That looks pretty good. Well, I mean, since we're on the subject of movies, I figured that'd be a, it'll be a nice little perfect transition to the game that I have what? for you today. We have a game plan. Yes, we have a game planned, and it is uh, somewhat related to movies. So, um, this game I have for you, it's kind of a parallel of the game that you played last week with <laughs> oh, Decosh and I. Okay. 
The hugely popular game. <laughs> People have been stopping the streets telling me how good it was. Oh my goodness, it's it's amazing. It was pretty fun though, right? Yeah, it was. Okay, because I'm gonna make it into a real life TV show. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Right, go for it. Um, so uh, if you missed last week's episode, Deke, and if you did, stop this and go back. Um, <laughs> You're in the wrong episode. Yeah. Um, Dikosh and I played a game that John crafted, which was uh, song synonyms. No, sorry, that's not right. No, we got to think about alternate song lyric lyrics, synonyms, songs and lyric. Yeah. Yeah. So Something you take like you take the lyrics of a song and you cinnamonize it. Yeah. And we have to guess what the song is. Sugar from and cinnamonize. Your twisting of the words. Yeah. So I decided to do something similar, where I take a movie, and twist its plot so much, <laughs> but still, you know, describing it accurately, just from a completely different angle. This is a Facebook game too, right? I'm I'm pretty Describe sure. Describe a movie badly. I'm pretty sure it exists, but it's. It's, it's pro- our proprietary shit now. I'm doing like mini essays here, so I dig it. <laughs> All right, hit me with it. All righty, so I'm gonna start easy. How many do we have? How many do we have? We have six. All right, let's see how many these were difficult play to write. along at home. All right, I'm gonna start easy, and then we'll see where we go from there. Choo-choo. A man and his best friend go on a road trip mm-hmm. to return a precious antique to its original home. Right. Their chaperone was an extremely old man who taught them valuable life lessons of wisdom. Mm-hmm. In their journey, they're joined by a few other friends okay. they meet along the way, yeah. who then decide to start a club, since they were all traveling together. <laughs> Unfortunately, in their travels, if you know them at any time, by the way, John, stop me. No, no, I want to hear the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> in their travels... I want to hear what you say about elves and dwarves. The again. chaperone <laughs> was met with an unfortunate oh, happenstance no. and was unable to survive the entire journey. The road trip club then reverted back to the road trip duo, <laughs> and they continued upon their journey. Oh, uh, yeah, that's so great. Um, that's X-Men War- Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Flesh of the Ring. All right. All ding, right. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Ding, starting one. easy. So, okay, that's a good one. I like that. The All right. This, we are the road trip of the rings. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go. Next one. Uh, we're going to up the difficulty, but only slightly. But slightly, slightly, just a little bit. Slightly. All right. A single father is met with his worst nightmare when his child is taken by a mysterious masked man. He can't be taken. The man was out of his depth, but with the help of a trail of clues and an unreliable stranger, he embarks on a journey to search for his child. The search takes him to far-flung lands on the other side of the world. He eventually finds his child in the hands of a surgeon who has imprisoned his child and is making the child witness horrifying acts of torture. The father, the father eventually saves his child after a series of harrowing events, and they go home safely, learning the lessons they have learned. What the fuck? See, I'm not going to ask you to repeat that, because that's too fucked up to repeat. <laughs> what? There's a clues and there's a father. Uh, what? I have no idea. What is this? You really don't want me to say it again? Sure, say it again. Sure. Okay. Let's go for it. A single <sighs> father... father is met with his worst nightmare worst when nightmare. his child is taken, taken by a mysterious master man. stuck on Liam Neeson. Okay, good. The man was out of his depth, but with the help of a trail of clues and an unreliable stranger, he embarks on a journey to search for his child. The search takes him to far-flung lands on the other side of the world, and he eventually finds his, hand, his son in the hands of a surgeon who has imprisoned his child and is making the child witness horrifying acts of torture. The father eventually blah, 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 saves the son. What? And da, da, da. what? I have no idea. <laughs> Finding Nemo. Oh, God. <laughs> what doctor? <laughs> <laughs> the, dent- the dentist. Oh, that's pretty funny. Okay, okay. 
Oh, okay. right. Okay. 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 That was good. That was good. It that stays good. about this level of difficulty. Unreliable throughout. stranger for Dory. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Next one. Yes. A tycoon meets a free-spirited man, and all sorts of hijinks ensue when they butt heads and find out just how different they are. Their constant run-ins become more and more hostile, but soon form an unlikely bond as they simply can't seem to get rid of each other. What the fuck? See, I think having categories helps me would help too much. <laughs> One more time. A tycoon. A tycoon meets a free-spirited man, and all sorts of hijinks ensue when they butt heads and find out just how different they are. Their constant run-ins become more and more hostile, but soon form an unlikely bond as they simply can't seem to get rid of each other. Okay. Tycoon. It's a rich guy, poor guy situation. Um, for some reason, I think of fucking Scrooge McDuck. I don't know. Um... Just take a while, guys. I, I need hints. <laughs> Can you give me some random hints? Okay. Um, oh, I didn't prepare the hints. Oh, dear. <laughs> I should have prepared think hints. About, think about it. Um, okay. Uh, this movie can get dark. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Say it again. Say, say the thing again. The the the, yeah, the, the dis- description. A tycoon. Now that you gave the world's greatest hint, <laughs> a tycoon meets a free spirited man, <laughs> free spirited man, and all sorts of hijinks ensue <laughs> when they butt heads and find out just how different they are. So stupid. Their constant run-ins become more and more hostile, <laughs> form an unlikely bond as they simply can't seem to get rid of each other. <laughs> that that's the Dark Knight, right? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. It's a dark night. Totally left out two face in that equation. But yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna add another sentence with two This face movie in can it. get quite dark. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. We got three nice. more. We okay. got three two, more. Two for three one, but with a very big hint. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. I'm trying to figure out which one's a tycoon. Like harder. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm a tycoon. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just a free spirit. All right, next okay, cool. one. A struggling musician's life becomes much more inconvenient when his city becomes overrun by an influx of foreigners. <laughs> they take over the place and make life very difficult for the locals. The musician soon finds himself homeless and on the streets as he can no longer live in his old residence. Blessings, however, shine upon him when one of the foreigners hears him play music and provides him shelter in his time of struggle. What the fuck? This is based on a true story. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> a musician, a struggling a musician. musician, struggling in his struggledom, is all made the worse when a bunch of foreigners come in. What? <laughs> and the foreigners—they make life house. very difficult for the locals. Okay. The musician soon finds himself homeless and on the streets, as he can no longer live in his old residence. Blessings, however, shine upon him when one of the foreigners hears him play music and provides him shelter in his time of struggle. Oh, okay. I have a feeling these aren't humans. That's my first thought. Uh, my second thought is I don't know what it is still. Music. Okay. No, I th- I'm guessing giving away the instrument would give away too much. You want a little hint? Sure. A li- little hint. <laughs> I did not see this movie <laughs> until much later in life. Sixth Sense. No. Okay. That's not it. What? What is it? Wait, wait. What? Wait, repeat it one more time. Repeat it one more time. Just one more time. The hint folks. or the whole thing? The whole thing. Speed through it. 
A struggling musician's life become much more inconvenient when his city becomes overrun by an influx of foreigners. Oh, God, I can't do this now. They take over the place and make life very difficult for the locals. To say the least. The musician soon <laughs> finds himself homeless and on the streets as he can no longer live in his old residence. He was homeless. He was in a ghetto. Blessings <laughs> shine upon him when one of the foreigners hear him play music and provides him shelter in his time of struggle. This is one of the... Okay, this is another movie that I can only watch once. I will never watch The Pianist again. <laughs> for Foreigners. <laughs> also, did you did you catch the hint? What did you say? I did I not see, see this movie. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. No, no, no. Okay, we've got two more. <laughs> I'm trying to determine which one is harder. Um, okay, I think I know it. So far, all great. I like these descriptions. I'm stealing this game. I <laughs> okay, next one. A disgruntled owner of a salvage company comes into conflict with a mouthy teenager. <laughs> After getting involved in the trade of contraband, the man finds himself at odds with this teenager who might also be his future in-law. The two dispute over their ideological differences and become increasingly violent. The two constantly clash, plotting ways to overcome the other. Eventually, the salvage company owner concedes defeat and gets turned in for his crimes in contraband. Sal- sal- what the f- Fuck. So, salvage. Salvage. So he's either like into he's either into junk or he's into like junkyard or he's like a, 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 a scrapper. Uh, okay, one more time. One more time. Okay. A uh, savager. Salvager, salvager. Should I add a little bonus bit that I... No, I think out? I got it actually. Can I share it one more time? Okay. I think I got it. A disgruntled owner of a salvage company yep. comes into conflict with a mouthy teenager. Mouthy teenager. After getting involved in the trade of contraband, the man finds himself at odds with this teenager who might also be his future in-law. Future in-law. The two dispute over their ideological differences and become increasingly violent. The two constantly clash, plotting ways to overcome the other, but eventually the salvage company owner concedes defeat and gets turned in for his crimes in contraband. Okay, this is not it, but it suits it like 99% of the way. Oh my god. That's Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually? I mean, come on! Dominic Toretto. Oh, it kind of is! <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming! <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Oh, it kind of is exactly the same thing. It, I feel like... Wait, which one's Homecoming? Wait, the one of the Vulture. The Vulture is the okay. salvage company. Owner. Okay, yeah. Okay, possible. Inlet. Dude, it's 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 more fascinating. Okay, aside <laughs> from the fact that it's a teenager and he well, gets I mean, caught at the end. I mean... That's fat. That's that's the first isn't, Fast and the Furious. Didn't Paul Foster play the mouthy teenager? He wasn't a teenager. Oh, young. Young. Young dude. Young outlaw, little delinquent. All right. If All you right. think that was more Fast and the Furious, <laughs> respond on our Instagram for this post. Okay. okay. From this episode. All right. Cool. cool Last cool. one. I haven't been keeping score. I think you have like, you got Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You got Finding Nemo. Kind of. I didn't get Finding Nemo. Oh, no, you didn't get Finding Nemo. Okay. You're, 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 you, you win. I got the last pianist. One. Last one. All right. A young man sets off on a devious plot to catfish a rich girl. He initially succeeds with the help of his partner, but is thwarted when arrested by one of the girl's employees. The man eventually learns his lesson that catfishing is wrong, and that the best version of himself was inside him all along. Fuck. What the fuck? (laughs) One more time, please. A young man man sets off off on a devious plot to catfish a rich girl. He initially succeeds with the help of his partner, but is thwarted when arrested by one of the girl's employees. The man eventually learns his lesson that catfishing is wrong, 
<laughs> and that the best version of himself was inside him all along. Oh, okay. I want to add to it. Okay. Um, he, he, there's a band of uh, companions, including a piece of fabric, <laughs> <laughs> an AIDS-bearing creature. <laughs> no, I give it away too much. What is the way to do it? Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a, an interesting take on Middle East politics. <laughs> that is, my friend, that is uh, the Will Smith vehicle, Aladdin. One jump ahead of the bread line, something about the van. All right. All right. Woo. All righty. All righty. And that was the that was the movie plot redescription uh, uh, thing. Thing. Woo. All right, folks. If you enjoyed that and you want to challenge your friends to this ridiculous game, um, check out our Patreon because I'm going to take that from Nathan. I'm going to put it up in the Patreon page. Uh, I did that last week too with our game with Dekosh. That's a little fun. That's a fun little easy bonus we can give our Patreon subscribers. You know, yeah. Nathan, yeah. get you a chance to play with your friends. Yeah. Uh, from our brains to your computer to your friend's ears <laughs> play along play with your friends challenge them it's fun it's stupid tell them it was from us uh if you want to do that please subscribe to our patreon page give us some money help keep the lights running and the servers paid yeah Woo! the lights keep turning off here it's a flawed system i feel like i'm freezing for something that's not gonna happen like pause <laughs> no need Alrighty. all right that was a cool game nathan thank yeah, you for that not at all man <sighs> Yeah. I miss having guests on. Last week was a good time. I told you, right? Guests are good. Guests are good. Um, yeah, because you get sick of talking in your fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't even look at you anymore. <laughs> Just like, give a shit. <laughs> give a shit about you, bro. Um, if you guys enjoyed uh, the last episode of D, let us know. And if uh, any guest requests, um, we'll put up a little post and kind of get your um, ideas of who you would want on the show. Who do you... I mean, like, we don't really do hard-hitting journalism here. It's kind of just like, <laughs> who do you want to hear hang out with us, yeah. basically? <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I remember watching a few interview shows, and then, like, I've been on a few as well. And, like, sometimes, like, when they really know how to ask you questions, oh, it's so interesting and so insightful. Yeah, man. And you learn so many lessons. But, like... Uh, no, I totally agree. I'm it's not like, entirely interested in doing that. <laughs> I don't know how to be Sean Evans. <laughs> That's why it's called Good Hang, not Good Life Lessons from this person that you know. Yeah, remember when you just asked people to give us words of wisdom? Oh, yeah. yeah. We did that for a while, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that was the opposite of Sean Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Evans would be like, lots of research, lots of research, listen to reading local papers of the celebrity. <laughs> and we're just here just like, hey, tell us some stuff about this stuff. Tell us some stuff. I research is underrated. I'm proud of our little show. It's great. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Nathan, man, we have some news to talk about. Oh my goodness. I don't want to keep it too heavy though because I mean, the big news is fucking China and Hong Kong and stuff, but it's like that's that's such a crazy animal that there's just so much shit happening that Like I a carryover from last week's story. I can't even, man. Mm-hmm. Like what are the updates now? We got fucking LeBron James <laughs> being persona non grata in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the Blizzard employees that staged a walkout after they banned the gamer? Yeah. That's crazy too, man. Yeah. What's going to happen? Like this is like the longest protest ever. Well, that's the thing, right? Because the 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 main thing about this whole conflict is that the rest of the world or a lot of the world, it's it's kind of like ideology versus capitalism, right? Oh, Cuz it's like um it's ideology against ideology. It's like, yeah, that is quite true. Yeah. Capitalism is an ideology of sorts. But, like, it's definitely very money-driven in the sense that, like, 
China has opened its doors. It does present a lot of possibilities for a lot of people. It does open like a whole universe, a very different universe almost because like they have, like they they just. It's almost like a different uh, 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 planet. China is like because of yeah. how they've infra- like sorted out their kind of internet infrastructure and their culture infrastructure. Yeah, and when everything. you go wipe something off the internet, in country, <laughs> that's fucking powerful shit. But um, yeah, I just think it's so interesting because some people are definitely on the side of idealism and just kind of like wanting um, democracy to reign throughout. When like some parts of the world just don't function like that. Mm. And um, it's difficult to negotiate when the powers that be have invested interests in in that country. Um, but here's what I don't understand, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, 10, 20, 15, 20, not, not, a, like, not a long time ago, Hong Kong represented a shit ton of money to what, to, that it could bring to China. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, while Hong Kong was a, uh, a colony of the, of the British, yeah. China wanted it back, right? Yeah, but like China's a super, super, superpower. Like apparently, if they would, if if Hong Kong, they they now only rely on Hong Kong for like less than ten percent of their fucking GDP or some shit. I don't know numbers and money. Less than ten percent even sounds. I mean, anything can be less than ten percent. But even to be in the neighborhood of ten percent sounds like a lot. a lot already. But like Shenzhen's like thirty percent. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah, seems yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like it's another country. It's like at this rate, it's just another fucking country. Yeah. Hong Kongers don't want you there. Like who backs down? How do they back down? How does this end? Exactly. It doesn't seem like protesters would be like, ah, never mind. Like, it's, that's not going to happen. It's, some, it's very much based on principle, and a lot of people are telling the Hong Kong protesters, do not rest. Um, because that's what um, most people theorize that China is kind of waiting for, for it to just kind of peter out, and then they just kind of like, you know, eventually the one with the money wins. Yeah. That's just kind of how the world works. So China. If you stretch things out long enough. Um, but I think the whole idea here is to just keep going Blech. and I'm, I'm i'm curious to see where it goes as like you know a third party bystander um i saw a really interesting video um on cnn where that um the singapore prime minister lee sien long was mm. on cnn talking about this and oh it's so interesting like he's so diplomatic in such a fascinating way He's so diplomatic because like, he will put up his thoughts and everything but n- take no sides and just kind of be this very vanilla thing, which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be a neutral player. Yeah, it's just interesting to hear. Like, What uh, did he say? I mean, I don't know. I can't <laughs> say word for word. But like, basically, he took a very neutral stance. And um, uh, the thing that caught me about that was just, oh, it's very rare to hear that from a politician nowadays. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Uh, Nathan, I have a couple of small, quick news stories that I think are kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Or fun and uh-huh. scary. Uh-huh. Like Joker. It's fun, but kind of scary. Yeah. First one. And these all happen to be from the New York Post. Or most of them are. Here is this headline, Nathan, that I think you should find a little scary. Stalkers find pop stars home by studying the reflections on her pupils in selfies. What? Yep. <laughs> So this happened in Japan. A man was arrested on suspicion of stalking a female pop idol used the reflect- mm. used the reflections in her pupils to in photos she shared on social media and Google mm. Street View to find where she lived. See, this is the th- this is the Japanese people's fault because <laughs> they have they have determined an aesthetic where where Japanese big girls eyes, in selfies got big shiny eyes. <laughs> 
Like big ass shiny anime eyes. What a weird wraparound way to victim shame. I can see <laughs> I can see your whole fucking room from your eyes. Jesus. With those anime eyes. So yeah. it's no I'm 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 not victim shaming, I'm culture shaming. <laughs> <laughs> bit of both, bit of both. Column A, column B. Uh police say he hurt her and committed indecent acts such as groping her after accosting her from behind and knocking her down. Jeez. Fucking broke into her house. He dude. accosted her? How dare he? Look, 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 look. Ugh. Ugh. That's crazy. It also said that people should... Uh... Oh, my God. What the hell? Uh, yes, Tokyo Shimbun, a, metropol- a, metrop- metropol- a news article which reported on the stalking case, warned readers uh, even casual selfies may show surrounding buildings that will allow people to identify the location of the photos. They want to say this. It also said that people shouldn't make the V sign with their hand, which Japanese often do in photos because fingerprints could be stolen. What the fuck? Really? That is so crazy, but also I kind of believe it in the very, very near future or currently already. I mean, there's cameras that can take pictures of shit that's like miles away. Yeah, exactly, man. So like, I I believe it. Yeah, man. I completely believe it. Like, what was that? Um, Hold on, let me... Uh, fucking like, find out you committed a crime in fucking Poland or some shit. But the <laughs> truth is they just stole your fucking fingerprints. Like, Fuck. if you guys haven't heard of it, there's this thing called um, Big Pixel. I think it's, it's that's what it's called. Yeah, you talking about the, the the camera that's like takes you can go on it. And it takes like a million miles away. Yeah, shit. dude, that's scary. Like, um, I think if you look on it, uh, look it up online. There's this thing called Big Pixel. I think I, I'm, I'm getting that right, where they take gigantic pictures of things that you can zoom in on, like seemingly infinitely. Yep. Yep. Like you it's can like zoom you just, in on a window. You just keep pinching and pinching. Or what's the opposite of pinching? Nathan, what's the opposite of pinching? Uh, 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 d- d- reverse pinching. Uh, <laughs> Unbinching. Un- what's the reverse of this pinching. <laughs> what is this? You know what we're doing. You fucking put your fucking thumb and your index spreading. finger together and spread them apart. Spread them apart. <laughs> it's spreading. Scrolling. I don't know. It's spreading. Deep pinching. And yeah, it just keeps going in that weird image. Yeah. Like, look up on Google right now. Um, uh, 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 or just China. link the link. Oh yeah, on the description. Look up China Big Pixel, Big Pixel one word, and you will see a website in the first result that you can like zoom in on pictures for ages. It's so creepy. So I completely believe, and it's it's not even from like a big satellite camera. It's just from like a lens. Yeah, you can because you can when you can see like you know that they're just using this gigantic lens. So it makes sense that if a camera can zoom in for miles. Another camera can take a picture of your finger. I've gone too far, Nathan. That gets your fingerprints. We need to stop it with the high-def selfie cams. Just stop it with social media. Just fucking live a private life. <laughs> Put your phone down and just watch the concert, man. Well, that's impossible. If everybody did that, there'd be nothing on the internet. Eee. That is the catch-22. They didn't really give... Sp- that's, this is crazy that the Tokyo police didn't give specifics, but they were just like, an investigation occurred... That the 26-year-old dude was arrested on 17th September on suspicion of indecent behavior in connection. Oh, don't do it, man. Don't fucking do it. It's, uh, a, it's a very, very committed cult. Uh, again, Japanese people, they do the shit out of everything. Like, they're such perfectionists. They's, they've even got, like, online stalking perfected. Dude. Usually online stalking stops at the online part. This person, like, CSI'd that shit. Yeah. That's really Nathan. That's really interesting, Nathan. Because check this out. This is the second news story I have for you. Uh oh. So Nathan, in Tokyo, which is I think is quickly becoming the Florida of Asia, 
There was a 61 year old man named Akiko uh, Akio Hattori,、uh-huh. and he lives in Tokyo. He had a bad day. He wanted to get out on his bicycle, but apparently someone had stolen his seat, Nathan. So he had to buy a replacement seat. Thankfully, not a huge expenditure. He was in- still incredibly upset, though, and it's not hard to see why. So he took to the streets, Nathan. You know what he did? He replaced his seat with a dildo. Nope. Okay. Nor did he find out the person via some random photo- footage of, like, from phones.、Uh-huh. Found him. No. Instead, what he did, Nathan, he went around and stole 159 bicycle seats. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a little plot twist. Yep.、It? He, someone steals my bicycle seat, I'm going to steal 160 people's bicycle seats. Right. That's crazy, man. Like, he's like, he's like the Joker. You know what I mean? I was, just, I was just about to say, he's kind of like, he had that one bad day. The one bad day? <laughs> he's、over. just broke. He's like,、oh, if I can't have one, no one can. Man, he used. <laughs> That's crazy. Let's see here. I mean, you gotta love Japan. It's, it's, it's one of the strangest places ever because it's so conservative yet so wild. Yep. I, like, the duality of that country fascinates me. The duality of that culture, I mean, it fascinates me to no end. Do you think you'd want to go there if their food wasn't so good?、Mm. Serious question. Ooh. It's pretty beautiful. The scenery and like, the geography and everything, it, the topography, I mean, it's kind of beautiful. That is true. Like, The food is a big draw for 100% sure. Biggest draw, yeah. But so are things like taking the Shinkansen, looking out the window. That is true. It is an、mountains. amazing culture, right? It's kind of hard to remove it from each other. It's like. Yeah, sumo. And that's probably the most racist no sumo. <laughs> stereotype. No sumo. Hashtag no sumo. <laughs> yeah. No homo in the sumo. Okay.、Uh-huh. Last piece of news article, and this one's kind of fun. Yep. And this is just show, goes to show, Nathan, never stop laughing. Let's have fun. See, did you, let me just read the article without reading the headline. Okay.、Uh, there's a man named、uh, Shea Bradley may have died on October 8th with a sense of humor and lived on, which is what he wanted. As his coffin was being lowered into the ground in a cemetery in Dublin, Ireland, another sound cut through the mournful strains of the bagpipes. A shout rang out from the inside Quote, Hello, 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 let me out, yelled the deceased from his eye of the box. Then came knocking. Where the fuck am I? Bradley yelled. Let me the fuck out. It's fucking dark in here. His beloved gathered around and the hole in the ground stood in shock. Then there were tears. Then there were sniffles. Then they gave way to gigg- giggles. Quote, is, the priest, is that a priest I can hear? This is Shay. I'm in the box. No, in fucking front of the, you, I'm dead. Then Bradley's voice launched into a song. I just called to say goodbye. He pranked. He did a prank. He recorded it all. Uh, That's how I'm going out, just FYI. Don't、yeah. be surprised, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, making yeah. a recording. That's good. You got to have like some pneumatic device in there to like knock as well. <laughs> oh, shit.、Great. There's a video of it. I didn't even see that. <laughs> what do you want to do at your funeral, Nathan? Wait, what's the headline? Or you just want to be just dead? Okay, the, the, the headline just gives it away. Dead man pranks funeral goers by screaming from a coffin in a pre recorded message. That oh, I thought it was going to be something funny. Nah. Like, Tess, get a tasket. Get me out of this casket or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was terminally ill and just decided to have fun. Awesome. That's I mean, what I'm doing. I'm going to make people laugh from beyond the grave. The thing from within know, the grave. The thing I wanted to do is put a countdown clock on my headstone. <laughs> just some arbitrary date. Pretty much. That's funny. Yeah. Just put a countdown clock, set it, you know, make it a significant length, maybe like two years, three months, and 22 days, something like that. What if like 9 11 2 happens? <laughs> <laughs> 1822. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. 
I saw I saw a really weird billboard the other day that gave me like a really bad thought. Mm. It was for a Porsche nine one one. Yep, some is people it, call that nine eleven. Is that Porsche nine eleven? Porsche nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, it was for a Porsche nine eleven, and the picture <laughs> was of it was like a photo of the Porsche driving towards MBS. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can yeah. do the math. I had that thought. And then they had, it's explosive. Because <laughs> like the angle of the photo was like a low angle, so it made it look like it was charging right yeah. towards the MBS, and it just hit. And I didn't see what it was for, but it just hit like nine eleven right there. I was like, no. Oh dear. What are you gonna do? To be uh, fair, it was the Porsche nine eleven was a nine eleven before twenty thousand one. Yeah, I know, but like, is it still okay though? <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? You know, what I think I think no one gets enough credit. Gives them enough credit. But the emergency service in America is strong for holding on to their phone number. Mm-hmm. They could have retired it. Yeah. Yeah. They could have been like 910, 912. No, 911. No, it's because that way people never forget. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's one thing, too. Can't the rest of the world just come around? Like, America won, guys. It's nine. It's 911 to call emergency services. Like in the UK, it's nine nine nine, which is conceivably easier. But uh, what I don't even know what it is here, Nathan. Is there such a thing in Singapore? It's nine 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 nine. Uh, All right, cool. Good to know. <laughs> if you call nine one one, will it just link you to nine nine nine? I'm guessing. I know on your phone it does. Like I don't know about a landline. What if you like if you're in a country in nine one one and you can like get that number and use it for like your business? Ooh, I doubt it. I don't know what the business would be though. I I doubt it only because who can get a three numbered phone number? Good point. Yeah, but what could the business be? It's like help, help. There's someone inside my building. Okay, well, where do you live? Strippers. And then, like after they kill them, they steal their money. Uh, uh, strippers. Yeah. Now, yeah. but in Singapore, it's nine 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 for the police, nine nine five for the fire people, fire truck. See, yeah. why is it different? That's another thing. Why the fuck is it different? Um, that's a great question. I'm not entirely sure. Nine one one just dispatch. All the shit. Police, I think it cops, may be, yeah, for a small country, fires, you think, right? Especially low crime and all that. But I don't know. I, I, I know, like, it's not like they'll say, like, no. Like, they'll still <laughs> redirect you. Right Wrong number. It. Can you please call? And then they, they mumble and you don't hear what it is. And yeah. It's all over. They're, they're not going to reject you. It's just that, like, I think for faster routing, 995 is for ambulance and fire. Mm. And 999 is for police. Like, see something, say something kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Officer, officer, so, someone stole some eyeliner from, from Zalora. From Zalora. From Sephora. <laughs> I, I even saw that there's a hotline you can call for um, errant scooter riders. Oh, As the get em. fucking worst. No, dude, I, uh, when I saw that sign, I got so upset because it's like promoting this like snitch culture. It, it, it is. Like, Singapore's so into snitch culture. But I hate it. Like, the freaking, like, it was like one of, uh, one of those like lampposts, and yeah. it was a, a picture. Of a lady taking a phone photo of like a oh, guy yeah, just scooting that. next to her, yeah, and it's and it's like oh like uh, report errant drivers to this number, and I'm like wow, it's it's ugh. just think of him as a whistleblower. It just makes me so angry seeing yeah. that. It's it's encouraging such toxic behavior. <sighs> Let the scoot scoot. Yeah, man. Let scooters be scooters. That's what I say. But also, they are very dangerous. Just start by just lanes. fuck them. Just fuck them. In. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, like, make the sidewalks wider. It just doesn't make sense that the fastest thing on the uh, uh, on the sidewalk is just 
air. Oh. It's wind. Think about that. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's like it should not be allowed on the sidewalks. It should be allowed. It should it should be put on the streets. Yeah, and there should be a separate lane for for that stuff in bicycles. Yeah, there's enough of them. Yeah, was it who who gets it right? Obviously, Holland got it right. Isn't isn't Japan the country that like you can like bike from like town to town or something? Probably Japan like has it. Beijing sep- has it. It's like a separate fucking China. Street. Most of China has bike lanes actually. Yeah. Um, parts of New York. Yeah. Um, although like it varies. I think it would it would really do. help. It would really help. London bike bike lanes. It's fantastic. It's it, such a. It it it's, it's just pleasant. Is it too late for Singapore, Nathan? Is it too late? I doubt it. We're building shit all the time. What's a what's a fucking line on the floor? Is that what it needs? Though it doesn't need a wider street. It just needs a repainting of the street because uh, that would cause more traffic. Look, I'm not just trying to say we can solve it out here on Good to Hang. We're just trying to have a good time. But wouldn't it get better if all of the stuff that people are slowing down for anyway have their own lane? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Help, help the brother out. As a as a as a as who I like to think, as I am a responsible e-scooter owner, I would like to think that I can be in the streets. Just got to be like, just you know, there are some streets that are just wide. So just uh, are you like are that. you on the sidewalk all the time? Yeah, that's so dangerous. No, I just don't go fast. I go fifteen kilometers an hour. Yeah, I know, but like Which that, is you're not most. Limit, but you're, fuck but, you please come get me. Okay, but you're not most scooter riders. Like most scooter riders, just want to get from A to B the fastest way possible, and you can't blame them. That's why they got wheels for. Well, I can blame them because it's illegal. <laughs> but it's also like if I'm going pretty fast and I see people overtake me, I'm like, you guys are just fucking assholes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. But I love e-scooters. Long may they live. Hopefully they're not banned. And on that note, Nathan, I think it's time to call a close. Yeah, man. To episode one of eight of Good Hang. Yeah, man. Joker edition. I think it's about time I did one of my Photoshop things. <laughs> Put Joker faces on our faces. I mean, we did talk about it for like thirty minutes. So I yeah, honestly, I thought this was going to be a just Joker talk, but yeah, we did a full. We episode. we can, but I feel like like I want you to spend a bit more time with the movie in your head first because I'm very much ahead of you in like it, okay. it, just because I've, I've I've watched Super it twice. Weird and, flex. It's not really a flex. <laughs> it's just a statistical fact that I don't want to like. Insert too many ideas in your mind because that's I can't fair, wait to fair. hear how you're going to interpret. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm think I'm am sitting on a little bit. I would like to watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, diving into that stuff. It's always a fun yeah. thing sometimes. That's true. The secondary market of a movie is interesting, isn't it? You watch a movie and then you watch multiple things that are about the movie, and that's a YouTuber's career. That's my thought for the day. Thank you so much <laughs> for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What the thought was that? It's a great thought. I'm sleepy. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.